Hello and welcome to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, multi-passionate success coach and healer for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. If you're ready to get out of your own way so you can build a wildly profitable business from your passions, this show is for you. Tune in every Tuesday for inspiring interviews and mindset tools to heal self-sabotage so you can double your income, reach those big business goals that have eluded you up until now, and create a life of freedom and abundance on your own terms. Is Nicole Rose, a nervous system and trauma-informed mindset expert and coach. Her mission is to help business owners rewire their nervous system and mindset so they can grow a wildly successful business and life with undeniable confidence, abundance and ease. Her work is compassion-led, science-based and creates results. I'm really excited to have Nicole on because if you've been trying everything to grow your business, you've been trying all these strategies, and yet you still feel stuck and the same blocks are coming up again and again and again, what we are discussing today is the missing piece that you need to finally get unstuck and get the results you want in your business. In this conversation, we talk about nervous system regulation and subconscious reprogramming for business growth. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the show, Nicole. I'm so excited to have you here and I specifically wanted you here because there is so much talk out there about strategy and mindset to make it in business. And through my own personal journey, working with clients, there is a much bigger and deeper piece that it's really talked about. It's about to do with the nervous system and the subconscious. So I have so much that I want to ask you and for our listeners to learn and dive deeper. But before we go there, Can you share with us a bit about your story and how you came to do this work? Yeah, of course. Hi. Well, thank you for having me on, Georgia. I'm Nicole. I'm a nervous system expert and trauma-informed mindset expert and coach. I help my clients regulate their nervous system and and rewire the subconscious programming. And we can go into a little bit more what that means if some people are not aware of that language and what subconscious programming means. But I help them completely rewire the subconscious programming so that they can grow their business in a way that feels sustainable, where they can bring in that element of ease and pleasure, right? And and a business that feels good. I truly believe a, a business that doesn't feel good or where we don't bring in that joy and it's, it's simply just not sustainable. There's something that uh, we keep going, we keep going, and, and I speak to a lot of people who find success, quote-unquote success, or financial success, and they keep going, they keep going, but something something always has to give, something always has to give, and that's where we see these high levels of burnouts, and we see we see people not being able to be consistent with their business, so that the the piece of the nervous system, the subconscious programming, is that is that big is that huge, huge puzzle piece to determine what's really going on, what is really preventing people from either taking action or preventing people from really bringing that element of ease into their business and joy so that it can really grow and grow in a way that, that feels really good. So my story is, well, why I do what I do, it stems from my own journey. In my previous life, you could say, I was in investment banking. I was in investment banking for, for a number of years. And, and one day it... 
it, it probably it wasn't one day. I think it was kind of over an accumulation of a few of a few months where I realized, you know, I live just one life. This is not what I want to do with my life. I was deeply unhappy and hadn't realized it up until that point. I think a lot of people experience this where there's this numbness, this disconnection. It's like people are on these treadmills and they keep going and they keep going and, and disconnected really and dissociated and, and therefore they're unable to truly sit back and say, is this the life that I want? Am I actually happy? What is happening within me and within my body? And then when that came, it was really through my own healing journey from that point, I, I left banking, I created my business, I built my business, and this was almost 10 years ago. And it's evolved so much, so much since then. But really it was, yeah, what was the, what inspired me was my healing journey. And then I went on to, to learn from a variety of different practices and teachers and over the last decade. And with that, and I did a post about this this, this morning, whereas it was through my own journey that I was able to identify really what was missing in the healing, in the self-development space, in the mindset space. And we hear a lot about mindset, like you said, really what was missing? Why are people still stuck? Why was I stuck at a certain point? What wasn't working? And then what was working? And being able to really determine those missing puzzle pieces and really challenge everything that I was taught, that I was practicing and how I brought it all together. And ultimately it was, it came down to doing work on my subconscious programming and work in my nervous system. As you said, and we, we spoke about this earlier, there's more awareness around mindset and the importance of mindset to grow our businesses and to find that success. Um, but I still think that it's quite limited. I, I speak to a lot of people that do a lot of the work on a conscious level, right? They do some work around limiting beliefs or they're aware of certain patterns, for example, or certain behavior. And awareness, I think, is important, right? Knowledge is important of what we do. Awareness is important. But in order to really create change, we need to understand and get down to the root, the underlying root cause. And the underlying root cause is ultimately trauma and how it impacts the state of our nervous system and how it impacts the beliefs that we hold about ourselves, about the world around us, our subconscious programming, essentially. And it's called a subconscious because we're not aware it is there on, on a day-to-day basis. So doing this work on a conscious level is is unhealthy. We can't work through and intellectualize or think our way to understanding what is what is holding us back because it lies in our subconscious. And so we need to access the body and we need to access a deeper, deeper level of awareness, which is what I do, so that we so that we can actually really rewire that those beliefs and really stand in our worth and stand in in a kind of a, an unshakable sense of of, of self-belief to be able to do that. So I've said a, a lot, but uh, yeah, that's that's my story and and how it came about that I, I, I started really doing this work. Thank you for sharing that. There is so much to unpack and I completely agree. I speak to a lot of women that tell me I don't need the mindset work. I need a strategy. I've already done the mindset work and I know these things intellectually on a conscious level. My question is always the same. If you have done this work and if you truly believe that your mindset has changed, you are reprogrammed those beliefs. Why are you not taking actions on them? Why do you see not have what you say that you want? Uh, at some point, I was that woman as well. And I found out like you, the missing piece really is rewiring our nervous system. And so I would like to start for anyone that's thinking, but what does the nervous system got to do with mindset and business, success? How would you explain to people why this work is so crucial? Let's start with maybe the symptoms that people are experiencing, because that is, I think, the most obvious. So things like being afraid of failure. So fear of failure, that's a, that's a big one. Or feeling like you're a fraud. 
the imposter syndrome, being afraid of making mistakes and being afraid of really, if you're on a, your social media platforms or you're marketing yourself, being able to show up truly authentically and perfectionism, people pleasing, all of these things are symptoms of, of trauma. They're trauma responses. Ultimately, they are. And this is where there is maybe a lack of knowledge or lack of connection in our society where you hear it's people have taken on these symptoms as, as their identity. Like, I'm the perfectionist. I used to say this all the time. I'm the perfectionist. Like, oh, she, oh, the, oh she's the people pleaser. Or I'm the procrastinator. I'm always, I'm always procrastinating. Or a big one, which was something that I used to say all the time, I can't sit still and, and meditate. It's just simply not part of who I am. I just can't do it. It's just not who, who I am. And, and it's important to be aware that these are all symptoms. These are all symptoms. We weren't born with the inability to be still. or We weren't born needing to be perfect or needing to please other people it stems from someone it stems from trauma and what I wanted to say because you know when, when people hear this word trauma they think of big things right they think of like things like war or physical abuse or sexual abuse and and yes those those things are of course they are forms of trauma but something that people aren't aware of is that most if not all of us have experienced some form of trauma in our lifetime and not and at the base of it and something that's really come in a lot of love from with a lot of people is emotional needs as a child that went unmet if your emotional needs went unmet as a child that is a form of emotional neglect and emotional neglect is traumatic and that forms of that can be things like not feeling seen or heard or understood um, having your emotions shut down by an adult or being raised by an emotionally unaware adult with their own emotional wounds and with their own trauma all of that is is trauma and something that I wanted to say is really important is we hear this a lot if you've heard a little bit about trauma trauma is not what happened to you it's not the event that happened to you it's what happened inside of you as a result of what happened to you and so taking those symptoms we're saying that the and then those symptoms are trauma responses at the base of it is the trauma and that trauma is essentially locked up in the body, like locked up in the nervous system and locked up in the brain because the nervous system has a direct link to the brain, right? So when you are experienced, when you're at work and you feel like this sense of panic or fear or anxiety, am I doing a good job? Am I enough? All of that stuff, that is your brain and your body believing that there's some threat there, right? You've believed that trauma has left you to believe that you weren't good enough, or for example, that expressing your emotions was not permitted, is not is not allowed, things like that, you know. And so, that trauma that you experience unknowingly, right? I I lived with trauma for many many years, and I, I had no idea I was, and that's the case with a lot of people. And again, it's it, trauma doesn't mean we're broken; it just means that that we're human, and that is how we function, and it's our it's our brain and our body's survival mechanism. And so, when when we're afraid of making a mistake, say at work, there's a sense of alarm in the in the body, right? You feel anxious. So it's like the brain is saying that there's a threat there. It's perceiving that there's a threat there. So it's it's. Even though it's you're not you're not back then you're not five or six or seven years old anymore, your body believes that you still are. The state of your nervous system is essentially you're you're carrying that same nervous system into adulthood. So any kind of event that seems quite even just a very very small similarity with what you may have experienced growing up with a parent telling you that your drawing isn't good enough that you should do better that you shouldn't make mistakes anything that might be a little bit similar your brain and your nervous system will perceive that to still be that still be a threat 
And that's where you go into that alarm and then it'll prevent you from really showing up and it'll prevent you from taking that action that you need to in your business. So that is how really I like to, I like to explain it. We're essentially carrying that trauma, carrying that nervous system into adulthood, carrying that subconscious. So it all works hand in hand when you're told by a, by a parent that you should do better, that you, that you're either that it's not good enough or that we're not allowed to make mistakes then that is stored in your subconscious programming and it's stored in your body in your essentially in your in your body as, as trauma and then it shows up as all these symptoms in adulthood so i know that's a lot but i think that's the quote unquote simplest way that to, to explain it the root of it is trauma and why it's important to do this work because you can actually teach your and guide your brain and your body back to safety because essentially it's your threat detection system is off balance. And as I said, you perceive certain situations as a threat. Your body perceives it as a threat, right? You feel those visceral reactions to certain events in your, in your business or in your life. But you can actually guide in your brain and your body back to safety, back to safety. And when you do that, you will no longer experience these symptoms of being afraid to fail. You'll actually embrace your being able to show up completely authentically without those fears, without those doubts. And that's why this work is so vital because all these things that are holding us back, all those fears and all those doubts, we can address them. And that begins with guiding the brain and guiding the body back to, back to safety. So hopefully that was, that was helpful and, and not too complicated to comprehend. <laughs> I think that was a perfect explanation, really simple and really practical. It made me think, oh, if I'm experiencing that, then that's the kind of help and support that I should be looking for. And I know that when it comes to, at least for me for a long time, when I was having these fears, because I knew consciously that, oh, I am acting like I am six years old and I am being bullied at school, but this is like a completely different scenarios and I am not in danger here. I went back to, again, my mindset tools and affirmations, journaling, questioning those beliefs and creating a different story, which it all helps and I completely still believe in that and also it's not enough so what would you as a trauma-informed master coach and nervous system regulator would you have to that what tools would you use oh yeah so it really starts with inner child work and trigger work with inner child work so say you're quote unquote triggered right you're reacting to an event perhaps overreacting or underreacting and that's what i would call a, a trigger where there's a situation at work and that you notice that your body is viscerally reacting to something or the opposite can be true where you feel you know, there's a lot of procrastination right or there's this numbness or disconnection and that is also that's the, the freeze response right that's the freeze response so when you experience that really starting to unpack it and this is where the value of obviously coaching and and having someone essentially be able to identify your blind spots and because I always say this is why I have my own coach is because we can't see our own blind spots but ultimately if you're going to start to do this work a little bit on your own it's really about unpacking it what is the story that I'm telling myself here and it can be as simple as and really like for most of us is I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake here what are you afraid will happen again and like really going deeper what are you afraid will happen if you make mistakes right and and again when you answer these questions it's important not to it's there's nothing rational or logical right your body there's nothing magical or logical about the way that you're reacting to the situation for example when you're being triggered right because when we're being triggered the rational part of our brain is shut down and and we are reacting straight from our emotional brain and, and straight down into our nervous system the part of our emotional brain called the amygdala tells our nervous system that we need to go into fight or flight or freeze because there's some threat here so there's nothing logical about it so when you kind of go through it 
ask yourself, what am I afraid will happen if? What am I afraid will happen if? And you'll get down to that story. It's like, what is that story that I'm telling myself? And where does it stem from? And then from there, where does it stem from? And, and understanding where did you hold some of these fears when you were growing up? And so this is where a lot of the inner, inner child work comes in. Where did that story, that belief, originated from somewhere? And usually, in, in, usually or almost always, in childhood. Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that it wasn't okay to make mistakes? That if you made mistakes, that something terrible would happen? And, and most of the time it is. It's from, from childhood. For example, I'm going to just give an example where maybe you were told you were, you learned in some way that if you made mistakes, then you wouldn't feel loved or you, would, you wouldn't feel that belonging or that sense of approval that you were seeking. Because we as humans, especially children, we crave, we survive. Love is a survival mechanism. We, we crave belonging. We crave a sense of approval. And when we don't get it, when we don't get it from our caregivers growing up, we, we learn to get it in, in, in other ways. And that's where these symptoms then develop into these trauma responses. We learn to be perfect or we learn to all, all of these things. So really understanding the inner child work. Where did you learn this? Where was it not acceptable for you to make mistakes? And how does that feel? And then from there, this is where the whole body is needs, we need to approach this from the whole body is what am I feeling in my body as I think back to, to me as a child or to, to all those events where I was told that being, making mistakes was, was something that I had to avoid at all costs. What do you feel in your body? And so what we're doing here is we're, we're starting to heal that trauma because we're starting to allow those emotions that were suppressed at the time to surface. And we're allowing them, allowing ourselves to feel them and to process them. So it's really important to allow ourselves to move through them and feel those emotions, no matter how painful they are, while still be anchored in the present moment. And I say that because when we revisit past experiences or pain, painful experiences while, while being outside of our bodies and while not really being present and really connected, there's the risk of re, quote unquote re-traumatizing ourselves, right? But where, whereas when you anchor yourself in the present moment, you're telling your brain and your body, okay, we can process this now, but I know that I am safe right now. You're guiding your brain and your body to say, I know I'm safe right now, but I still, I want, I need to process some of the emotions that have been locked up in the body. And that's why doing this work while being really connected to the body. And that's where the breath really comes in and, and where I, teach and guide and coach people how to truly breathe in a way that helps them connect to themselves and there's this real skill to that a lot of the breath work out there like it's breathe in and then out through the mouth and um that's another thing we shouldn't be really be breathing out through the mouth i mean that can feel like a relief sometimes but really guiding people to breathe through nasally through their through their nose and then really guiding them to connect to the body that's really essential so in a child work understanding where that originated from and when we start to really allow ourselves to process that then we can go on to what i call reparenting ourselves you know and that's where maybe some of these affirmations can come in right where we can create i i guide my clients to create their own right by um you know ask asking yourself the third step is ask yourself how, you know, we started with what is the story I'm telling myself when we're triggered and then where did it originate from and allowing ourselves to validate those emotions and process them. And the third step is list out all the ways that that belief is untrue right now in your current reality. It was back then because you learned that back then and there was all of that evidence to support that. But what are your true beliefs and your, and your values in your current reality that disproves this belief now? 
um, because all of these beliefs that they're untrue, they're untrue for us. And, and being able to do that, we can then form our own affirmation that's really grounded in our truth and our story. And I think that's also really powerful, being able to do that and create that so that we can every time as we continue to peel away the layers and we get triggered and we get triggered less and less or the time period that we get triggered or the time period of the emotional reaction starts to get less and less, right? Initially, it's this huge reaction and then it starts to get less and less as you start to heal some of these things. You can ground yourself again and remind yourself of what your actual truth is, is you're guiding yourself back to safety. So it is really a lot of the inner child work and then what I call reparenting work. And all of that helps to guide yourself back to your body, to connect with yourself and, and really guide yourself back to, I always say like the, the big puzzle piece is trust and intuition and guiding yourself back to yourself because all those symptoms have left you disconnected from yourself, the perfectionism, the people pleasing, again, looking for something from elsewhere. And then that reconnection is reconnecting back to trust and intuition. So hopefully that answers your question. Hey, Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that If I became more successful than my family, my friends, and my partner, they wouldn't love me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months, and my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious it's like driving a car with a brake on no matter how hard you try you're going to stay stuck where you are if you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now 
you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and all stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief, the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you, so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial location and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today. It does, and although you emphasize that it really is a process, I remember a while back I was talking to my young coach and that moment when I was triggered I just thought oh I had to snap out of it just like this this is not acceptable to freeze or to hide and just foresee myself to perform mm. and she was like well no in that moment there is a process something like you described where the story comes from and process the emotion so I really love that you walked us through that because we are taught right in society that we just have to perform on the spot and we can fail and become a mistake so it's really important to understand it takes time and the steps to work through when you are free to trigger so are there any other misconceptions that people have about the work that you do i think maybe before i answer that one thing i heard when you were saying snap out of it these are quote unquote overreactions we're overreacting to a situation in the present and what i heard when you said that and, and it comes back to the word shame there's a huge amount of shame like shame and trauma they go hand in hand and it's like, we need to snap out of it. It's not good enough. We need to do better. And again, it's led by this, this shame, led again by our subconscious saying, you're not good enough. This isn't good. And it leads to more dysregulation. And it highlights just how a lot of this process is guiding ourselves out of shame. And that's where a lot of compassion comes in. And that's why when we do the inner child work, it's giving that child, well, the child that's within us still, that, that compassion for what it experienced and validating those emotions. I always see this in even in, on my feed on social media, I always see it people talking to me like oh I, I I know that I don't really have a reason to to be unhappy or I know I don't have a reason to 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 feel this way I have all this in my life and, and what we're doing then is we're 
invalidating how we feel. And also that is a way we invalidate. Another way is I need to feel grateful. Gratitude is, is a beautiful thing, but trauma impairs our capacity to feel gratitude. And by, by forcing people, if they don't feel well, to say, what are you grateful for? Be grateful for this and this and this. It again, it just keeps suppressing and keeps invalidating their, their emotions. So I wanted to say that because a huge part of this is, is, is essentially healing and letting, and, and with that, the shame, the shame starts to, the shame starts to vanish. We start to have compassion as we start to validate ourselves and, and what lies inside of us and what has been lying inside of us for so long. It, yeah, it starts to, it starts to vanish and it becomes less about, I need to not step out of it. I'm giving myself grace. And I think that's so, and that's so beautiful. When I see my clients after even a few months of working together, when they start to give themselves grace, you know that this process is working and it's, um, and it's beautiful. Can you remind me of a question? Cause I think I went obviously off course, cause I wanted to address something that you said. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. This snap out of it is how I was brought up, right? My parent generation had this attitude of best stuff happened, just get on with it, not processing anything. I don't want to generalize, but that's what I experienced growing up from my family. And so that was, was passed down onto me and that created shame. So I had to do a lot of work again to give myself grace. And it's something that I'm still working through. So I really appreciate you reminding us of how important it is to give ourselves grace. That is a sign. It is a sign of sometimes when you're giving yourself grace, you can feel like, oh, I'm becoming weak, I'm becoming soft, and I'm losing now. And actually, it's healing. Yeah, and, and I love, well, thank you for sharing that experience, because, yeah, I love, like, what you, what you just showed from what you demonstrated, from what you were saying about your story of being told to snap out of it, too. And it was because we were, you were constantly, like many of us, in having our feelings, our emotions invalidated, having, not creating that time and that space for us to, to feel what it is that we were feeling, or to go through the process that we needed to that we need to go through we need to just pick up and just keep going and that is another form of not getting our, our emotional needs met and that's another form of trauma a lot something that a lot of people have experienced and that when we take that on we, and that comes into adulthood into our business and into our relationships so yeah i, I think your question was around i think your question was around misconceptions any, any yeah. misconceptions, misconceptions about the work that you do nothing comes to mind really about misconceptions i think that all that i'm trying to do right now is trying to continue to raise awareness like are you doing you've done the mindset work you think yeah you need to go on to another business coach another business strategy another marketing strategy and and people do that they jump they jump keep looking for something and things don't work and I, like you said I, like looking for that next strategy that next strategy uh, all i'm trying to do right now is trying to raise that awareness that we we can change it but we need to but this is the work that we that, that that's required in order to in order to change these things and 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 something I wanted to mention because I think it's really important. I talked about see my subconscious programming, our subconscious programming, and our nervous system how it works hand in hand. You know, ninety five percent of our day is controlled. Scientists have found this that ninety five percent of our day are, is controlled by our subconscious. So ninety five percent of your business is controlled by your programming, and you have no idea that it is. And it's controlled by your nervous system, and you have no idea that it is. So really, it's I can't think of any misconceptions. I'm probably probably things will pop up after obviously after we wrap up, but. At the moment, it's really about raising more awareness. Why are you feeling stuck? It's because there needs to be a deeper level of work that needs to be done. And it's this nervous system and subconscious programming work. So really raising that awareness so that people start to do the work. And I think that that hopefully that has, that has a ripple effect. As I see more of my clients start to do the work and see those things, and it ripples until not only breaking the cycle if they're a parent and I'm, I'm proud that I've now broken the cycle for myself and for my children and then their children and their children, hopefully 
but yeah, just raising raising that awareness that if you're feeling a bit stuck, it really isn't about the next strategy. Strategy is important, but I would say it was another coach who said it's about 80%, 80, 20. 80% is that really that deep, that deep inner work. It's all of those quote unquote self-sabotaging behaviors that are not allowing you to really step into the authority that you want to be, the expertise, the go-to expert that you want to be, and to really lead your business in a way that feels really good. And that will obviously lead into financial success as well. This really is the missing piece. And I want to encourage everyone, these patterns, they are so deep in the subconscious that to us, they feel like second nature. And that's why it's so hard to spot them on your own because you generally think, like I generally thought, but this is normal. This is how things are meant to be. And it really took me working with someone else, with a coach, pointing out my blind spots, pointing out my self-touching patterns for me to actually see what was going on and why I was stuck. And so I want to encourage everyone, if you feel like you are doing all the right things and looking for the next strategy and you still don't have the results that you want, things still are not changing to get curious. And instead of trusting other market, really trust yourself and what do you need. So going back to that trust piece you were mentioning before mm-hmm. and how we are not taught to really trust ourselves and trust our intuition i was always told oh that expert knows better my teachers know better and ignoring what actually knew to be right for myself so what advice would you give to women that want to reconnect to their intuition it ultimately is we need to heal we need to heal and we need to rewire our programming and we need to reconnect. And that's ultimately the work that I do. One of my programs, my kind of my self-paced program is called Returning Home. And, and that's what it is, is to, through this process, not only are you going to see your business thrive, and this is why I see like, I love seeing the domino effect into all of the areas of your life, because that's what happens when you truly reconnect with yourself. You do all this work that I was talking about before, doing the trigger work, inner child work, and doing all of, and processing all of that on a whole bodily level, doing the reparenting, reconnecting work. That's a, kind of the journey that I take people on through my framework. And then that leads to trust and intuition is we need to essentially unlearn everything that wasn't really us. And like you said, so many people have taken on as their identity. So many of my clients where initially, especially in the first few months, it would be like, yeah, I always do this. Oh, this is always the way I do things. And and then when we start to really heal and we do the work, they start to challenge that. No, I know that I've been doing this for a long time because that was my conditioning for a long time. But no, that's not me. That's not me. And that's why like eventually like a lot of my clients, so many of them, when I speak to them and we start to see those big shifts happening, it's like, I feel I'm me again. I'm me again. And that me is is free from all of those, all of that identity, that those additional layers of identity and that perfectionism that people placing and all the things that you thought made up you, those things are not are not really you. And there's this quote that I really like. It says, maybe the journey isn't about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so that you can be who you were in the first place who you were born to be and then something came to me as you were talking when you say the biggest misconception is that people were wondering is this work what i need because of i think a lot of misinformation or knowledge around trauma people are like oh i don't have trauma i don't have trauma and again because it's like this big thing so i think that's the biggest misconception but we all if you experience any kind of symptom anxiety procrastination fear of making mistakes or perfectionism people pleasing there is some, there is trauma lying inside your body. And it, again, it doesn't make you broken. It just makes you human. So that's the biggest misconception, actually. That's kind of came to me as you were talking earlier. It's, I don't have trauma. I don't need to do this work. We all need to do this work. And I saw actually a quote on Instagram earlier. I think it was Picasso or something that said something like, 
we, the first half of our lives, and I'm going to say this all wrong, okay, it's not going to be as beautiful as the quote, but the first half of lives, we learn how to be an adult, and the second half of our life, we learn how to be a child. And I think we all have, if we're looking for that true purpose and that true sense of contentment and joy and success in our life, we all have the responsibility to to do this inner child work and to reparent ourselves. The truth is our parents simply could not meet all of our needs, especially if they weren't able to meet their own and if especially if they hadn't addressed and processed their own which was most of our past generations so I think we all have a responsibility to do the inner child and reparenting work if we want all of these things if, if this is what we want if we want that contentment and that joy and that success that true success in, in our business that is really powerful and I really want to emphasize that I'll say before when my family were telling me oh just get on with it just went out of it that as I mentioned that caused trauma but it was not their intention to go through. They were just doing the very best they could with what they knew. So I want to say to people, everyone in this world, because we've all been taught things or modern things that even our parents, they had no idea of what was causing us. So it's so important to do this work so that we can get back to ourselves mm-hmm. and also raise the next generation with the right tools so that they can actually start the entire life through selves and yeah. stop this cycle of trauma. So can you share a story can be from your own life, from a client that you had, that they were feeling really stuck, then they did this work and things changed for them? I feel like it's really all of my clients and, and really ultimately what I share through my work is my own story of I experienced a lot of emotional abuse. I was raised by a narcissistic parent a parent that was exactly emotionally unaware that shut down my emotions that didn't create the space for my emotions it's really the the, the journey that all of my clients go through where some of the symptoms of course vary but ultimately it's them being disconnected from themselves because that's what that's what trauma does it's a disconnection of self and so them being disconnected from themselves in a variety of ways and what they've experienced through needing to pretend I had a client recently where we put on a lot of masks and that's that was what I experienced a lot I, I looked for that approval and that sense of belonging and so I needed to change myself in a way to to be able to receive that I learned that I needed to change myself and so, yeah, I wore a bunch of masks and we go and pretending and we're showing up as, as a specific persona or as a specific person and putting that that person forward. And that like, like leads us to disconnect. It's really all of my clients because when we actually start to heal, really, we heal from the inside out and we do this nervous system and subconscious programming work that you return to yourself. More recently, one of my clients said, I feel alive, like I'm alive now. And, and that's the thing is that when we are disconnected and dissociated for so long I wasn't really living and in fact and this is something that actually went viral on Instagram because a lot of people could connect to that is one of the trauma responses is a loss of memory so I have very little if not at all memory of my of my childhood maybe what I have memory of or maybe from photos or things like that and this big memory memory gap chunks in our childhood or in our lives really comes from the fact that we're disconnected and we're dissociated and and that's not living I wasn't present to all those years even up until I was about even kind of my late 20s or 30 30 years old and so I have I have very few recollection of, of that. And that's something that went viral because a lot of people had no idea that that was the underlying root cause. This work will allow you to return home to yourself and will allow you to live. And like, that's just so beautiful and exciting to be able to really start living. And, and when you move from a place that's regulated 
you just everything unfolds unfolds it just feels lighter there's this flow it's more creative it's just so much more so much more beautiful that really is just the beauty i know it sounds like but it is it's like magic it's like the risk of sounding cheesy it's like magic doing this work. i'm so happy you were able to turn your life around and support so many other people in doing the same is there anything that you would like to mention that i haven't asked yet maybe one final message that you have for our listeners before I would say the final message is what I just said. You may not know it right now, because also this is another thing is when I work with people and I ask them what they want and we start to work towards the work towards this journey that, that I explained earlier, they have these certain perceptions of what they want. They want to feel this way or, or feel this, or they want this for their life. But then when we actually do the work, things open up to us that we didn't even realize. Because again, our subconscious is, is running the show. So it's almost like we are unaware right now. You're likely unaware right now of how it is holding you back. There's no real clarity there. And that is, of course, that's natural because it's in your subconscious. It's not in your, your conscious, the forefront of your conscious awareness. And so, so something that's really beautiful is I hear a lot of my clients are like, this is surreal. I didn't know that this was even possible. It's like they, they wanted, they had some vision, some kind of vision. And that's what, you know, because that's why I love working with people. They have this commitment. They have this vision and they want to feel better within themselves. They want to grow that business, all of, all of these things that they want. But it's not until you really do the work that things unfold in a way that you had no idea. You have no idea. And I think that's what the real magic is, is that it, it will open up things for you that you right now you can't, that are un- unimaginable. My final message is saying I have trauma doesn't make you broken. Starting to actually address it. We have this responsibility. If we want that beautiful life and that extraordinary life that we want, it requires doing this some of this work. It requires doing this inner child and reparenting work. And going back to what you said before, it's not about placing blame. We think that we're placing blame on parents or, or, or whatever it is. Whatever their intention, this is our responsibility. It's not about placing blame. It's about just taking responsibility for the life that we want to live going forward. If you want to explore this work, of course, then just reach out to me. So That was going to be my next question. For anyone that wants to go deeper with your work, or they want to work with you, they want to find out more. Where can they find you? So I am on most social media platforms. So I'm on Instagram, Nicole Rose Coaching. Rose like the flower, Nicole Rose Coaching. I'm also on Facebook. It's also Nicole Rose Coaching. I'm also on TikTok, <laughs> same, same same thing. So yeah, you can reach out. My, my website also is NicoleRoseWellnessCoach.com. NicoleRoseWellnessCoach.com. You can contact me through there. But yeah, I'm, I'm available on all these, all these platforms. So reach out if you want my help. I also have one of my powerful processes, just like a 10 minute powerful process that can get you to start doing this work, to really start to implement this work. And you can actually start to experience it for yourself where I guide you. It's my voice guiding you through one of my many basic processes. So if you wanted that, also reach out and let me know and I can just send that over to you for free. So yeah, thank you for being so generous. We're going to put all the links in the show notes so people can check them out. And I do encourage everyone, but that you know you need this work or you're just curious, maybe you don't know, but you just want to find out, okay, just reach out, connect and see what magic you can create. So thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your wisdom with us, Nicole. Oh, thank you, Georgia. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Treasures Within podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you found even one small nugget here to help you get out of your own way and build a successful business, share this episode with a friend or two so they can benefit from it too. Please follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a rating and a review. Believe it or not, 
every little action really does help to get the podcast found by other female entrepreneurs who need to hear this message too. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now.